It's Jeff Clark and Robbie Sharp bringing you the action tonight from Salem Academy High School. We've got uh, 14 minutes to go before the start of this varsity game. And, Robbie, this promises to be an, out, an excellent game. Uh, Salem Academy has been the surprise of the Pac West this year, I think, in terms of we knew they'd be solid. We didn't know how good they would be. And uh, I think Coach Brown moving over from the girls onto the, the boys' JV or uh, assistant position has really helped that team. I was just about to say that's the, that was the big thing that nobody saw coming into the season. I hadn't heard it. I had heard of the step down from the girls' program, but I didn't know he moved over to the, to the uh, boys' program. Um, if, if Yes, it's a, it's a surprise. They lost Hayden Wakefield. They weren't. They were an upper middle of the pack team last year. But if you if you go back and look at the roster, you could you could go back and say, okay, yeah, it, it makes sense that they're where they are because they were mostly juniors and sophomores. So you bring back everyone except one senior, and and you bring back your head coach, who by all means everyone kind of you know, okay, yeah, he's a good coach. Right. You know, he's kept this program where where usually it has been, and he's been taking it to new levels this year. And, and, yeah, the, the Ben Brown thing is huge. Um, rarely do you have an assistant coach with the pedigree of, of Ben Brown who's been in multiple state championship games as a girls coach, been the semifinals innumerable amounts of times. I mean, it's, that's a hell of a staff right there to have for, to have for uh, one program. And, and Ben Brown, um, I think, very respected by the Salem Academy boys. I think when he talks, they listen. I've wa- I watched him at our place both pregame and a little bit during the game. When, when he would say something, they're locked in on what he has to say. They really respect him, and, uh, and that's huge because not all, not all varsity teams have that kind of depth in the coaching where, you know, no matter who talks, players are locked in, they're focused, and, and you just bring that much more to the game. I mean, Im- imagine if Reg came to the boys' staff. Exactly. It's, it's that same kind of, you know, we know this guy, we know he's yep. a good coach. You know, when he speaks... He's giving you something that's going to make you a better player, and, and it's just automatic respect from day one. Absolutely. So this is a great matchup for the Warriors. Warriors come in uh, ranked third in the state. Salem Academy ranked second in the state. Dayton, as we mentioned, is the number four team. So uh, win or lose, it doesn't really hurt either one of these teams in terms of their state ranking and playoff seating, things like that. Uh, one of these teams is going to win. One's going to lose. It obviously helps the Warriors uh, solidify maybe the number two spot in the state potentially if they win on the road. It doesn't help Salem Academy as much to win this game, um, and it, but it does hurt them to lose it in terms of they'd probably drop to number three, potentially even number four. I don't know. Well, and the other big thing is you got to realize Salem Academy is at home. So in the RPI, saying, in, the right. R, in the RPI play, it, losing at home hurts more than losing on the road. Absolutely, losing on a neutral site. So, a protecting their that's why losing to them at home was such a big deal. Because exactly. not just for the league in yep. terms of you know standings of who's going to be the homer in the two three game or who's going to end up at the one seed because that's Salem Academy at this point, barring shocking disaster. Revelations. Right. Um, but it, it helped them a lot, put them in that two spot because now you have a win over number three on their home floor. So now if you just swap wins, now you're now you're back on an even territory where even if Salem Academy does win the league title, you could still be in contention for that two spot come come when it's all said and done. And, and this was a uh, team that on Amity's floor, um, really Amity did not play well most of that game, really shot the ball poorly. They sagged off of three Amity players to clog the middle of that paint. Uh, and since then, I know I've been in several practices for the boys, and you hear Scott saying over and over again, you have to take that shot. You have to take that shot. You can't. And, and our boys were gun-shy. They missed a couple early, and they stopped shooting in that game. 
uh, and you know Landon Disler, Logan Grove, Keenan Graham, those guys when they're left alone at the three point line have to make Salem Academy pay, or else Josh has no room to work. Well, and that's that's the big thing is the flow of the offense, whether you're hitting the shots or not. The flow of the offense is such that you're going to get Josh open if you're taking the three. If you're a threat to hit the three, even if you're one for four, that's going to help the flow of the offense nonetheless. They were, you're right, they were slow, they were clunky, they were forcing things in that Salem Academy game. They've done that a couple times this season. Frankly, in the first half of that SC game, they were doing that. Mm-hmm. But once you start getting in the flow of things and you start playing the pace you want to, Salem Academy is one of the more consistent teams in the state. They're going to play their game. If Amity shows up and plays their game and plays to their potential and plays to their t- plays to the flow that Amity normally has, this is going to be one heck of a game. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, you know when we go back and kind of think through that game, um, the Warriors were hurt more by their own lack of offense than they were by anything special that Salem Academy did. It wasn't the Salem Academy, especially for the first three quarters. In the fourth quarter, when they were down, then the Warriors tried to force some things, had some turnovers and stuff. But really, in the first three quarters, it wasn't turnovers. It wasn't anything special. Salem Academy just basically said, hey, you go ahead and shoot. I'm not coming out of the paint. And the, the Warrior boys would kind of look at that and, like, should I shoot? No, I'll pass it up. And then it, everything just stalls. It's Like you said, it's clunky. The ball doesn't move. The defense doesn't have to react to anything the offense is doing. It's, it's one of the bigger things that not a whole lot of te- people talk about is the pace of play and the, how that dictates games. Like I talked about again in the Sio game, Philomath is a team right now in 4A that likes to play a low-possession game and is winning games in detail. Salem Academy is similar. They're more talented, so they can they can get into a little bit of a running game with you. Mm-hmm. But Amity, for really the last seven, eight years, has made its money on, on a fast-paced, not, not necessarily fast-paced, but a free-flowing game. Right. And so, yes, if you, if, you dribble the down, if you dribble the ball down the floor, get into the half court and say, oh, I can shoot this shot, I'm open, but I don't want to because I know I'm going to miss and I'm going to try and force it somewhere. That slows the game down right to where Salem Academy wants it. That's yeah. the big thing that you have to avoid. Salem Academy offensively, uh, the the players that we really struggled with um, today is, um, or today, but the, in that previous game, the Bennett boss um, is just, he, he's such a high IQ player. He's got a great motor uh, and you know, and Josh told me before the season started uh, that when we were talking about teams and we were talking about Salem Academy, and he said, he said, I don't know how good they're going to be. He said, but boss is tough for me because he's just in the right place all the time. He makes good decisions. He doesn't commit dumb fouls. He doesn't go for your pump fake. He doesn't, you know, and, and he on the offensive end. He's just, he can facilitate the offense from the high post. Um, he'll hes—he'll uh, run the floor and get hustle rebounds. He's got a little bit of Keenan Graham in him when it comes to flying up and down the floor and, and getting that loose ball coming off the rim. He's got good timing and anticipation. Uh, you know, he's just, he's a tough cover for Josh, you know. And, and, he, and he's got some thickness to him. He does. That's one thing that that is tough for Josh to deal with is someone that can body him a little bit. And... And the big thing is with Boss is he's just a junior, and last year he was one of their big contributors. Right. He's not going anywhere right. after this year. So, no. I mean, over time, Josh is going to learn how to play him, but he's also going to learn how to play Josh. Sure. You know, it's, it's a good battle. Uh, it really is. And, and Josh is going to get his numbers. Um, you know, it would be... It would be ideal for the Warriors if that was a mismatch in favor of the Warriors. Um, uh, but it wasn't last game. Boss had, I think, uh, you know, I'm going off of memory here, but if I remember right, Boss had either 19 or 21 points in that game. You know, and, and Josh is the better player, but 
within the scheme of what Salem Academy does, Boss is extremely critical and very. And he was very effective against us in the first game. I think he's just playing with a lot of confidence. As a, like I said, he's a junior now, um, and and he's kind of a, one of their main leaders out there on the floor, and he plays like it. For anyone that watches the Oakland Raiders, it's kind of like Derek Carr. Does he have a spectacular arm? No. Does he have the quickest release? No. But he's smart, and with what the Raiders do, with what John Gruden does. He's absolutely quintessential, and obviously quarterbacking in football is huge, but that's quintessential because everything is built around him. Last year, if you take Tyler Parr off of this team, not everything was built around Tyler Parr, but he was a huge, gigantic cog in things with his leadership and his defense and just his IQ. There's a lot of Tyler Parr, Keenan, you know, you can say that there's a lot of qualities of a lot of players in him, but ben, but Boss is, he's everything you want in a player considering IQ-wise. He's just yeah. a smart dude. And, and you know, I'm a Warriors fan first, but in the long run, I'm a basketball fan. He's a joy to watch. And I love watching guys who are good basketball players, who do, who do things that don't always show up in the box score. You know, it, it could be um, a little bit of help defense at just the right moment to affect a shot. It'll never show up, and most fans don't even notice it happened. But you see those little, it's a half step that you shaded more that, that made that kid think about driving, right? Instead of pulling, instead of taking all the way to the rim, now he decided to dish the ball and they settle for an outside shot instead of a lay-in. It, it's the little, the rebounding, the subtleties on how he boxes out and things like that. I, you know, so I love watching Boss. I love watching Josh play. Keenan Graham's a high IQ basketball player. Um, you know, he does, we saw that in the, um, uh, the YC game where when they really turned the pressure up, we put the ball in the hands of Keenan, and we didn't have any turnovers. The ball not only got across half court, but then he facilitated the next move after that. And, and that's partially because Keenan's one of the more experienced players on this team because he was a big part of that run last year. And and part of the reason that, you know, you get in some of these slumps and whatnot, you get into the, where, where Amity's not quite pushing the ball where they want to be, they're not quite flowing the way they want to be, is because there is... And we're in February now, so it's late in the season. There's only three regular season games left, including tonight. But you're still learning how to play with each other still. Absolutely. You're always learning how to play with each other. You're always learning how to adjust, especially when you're as young as the starting five is for Hamity yeah. right now. I mean, they're all going to be back next year. That's how, that's how young they are. So, I mean, you're, you're learning on the go, and you rely on Keenan as you go. You're waiting for Logan to come up and be that true point guard. But, but in the end... You rely on those guys that have been there. Sure. So. Uh, and, you know, Keenan and I have talked about that both on the air and just privately, uh, how big last year was for him. You know, he was he was going to be a bench player last year. And then Brian Hatch gets hurt. It's like, nope, now you're in the starting lineup, and you need to handle the ball so that – because Wes wasn't a point guard, really. Um, and Brian Duncan really needed to play off the ball more. Michael Duncan. Michael Duncan's a Brian Duncan. <laughs> uh, Michael Duncan needed to play off the ball more. And uh, – you know, so Keenan was thrust into handling the ball a lot. And you think about that uh, San Diego Christian game at State where here he was sick and he's on the line, four straight foul shots down the stretch to clinch that game. Those types of experiences are invaluable. You can't create that in practice. You can't get it in the regular season even. You have to have that in the game that means the most. And you came through. It just changes how you how you understand yourself as a player. Yep, it's just a basketball experience type thing. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with the starting lineups here from Salem Academy High School, where your Warriors taking on the Salem Academy Crusaders in this two-three matchup here in uh, the Pac West Conference. This is KLYC. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC McMinnville. We're getting ready for the start of things here from Salem Academy. This promises to be a fun game, folks. 
And we're uh, going to have the national anthem here in just a second. I'm not sure if they're going to do that first or if they're going to do starting lineups first. We'll find out here when we get ready to go, and then we'll get you the starting lineups for this uh, big challenge for the Warriors tonight. And now uh, they're going to have their opening prayer here uh, as private school and then the national anthem. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Coming to you live tonight, Jeff Clark and Robbie Scharf from Salem Academy High School, home of the Crusaders. And uh, getting ready for the starting lineups here. Uh, Kayla Baldry, uh, basketball player, uh, junior or senior. I can't remember what she is for Salem Academy. She might be a senior now. Yeah, uh, great, na- great job with the national anthem there. Uh, for Salem Academy tonight, it's going to be um, number two, uh, six foot two senior Austin Miller, number ten, six foot two inch junior Bennett Boss. Talked about him and, and his skills on the floor. Number eleven, five uh, eleven senior Luke Miller, number thirteen Hunter Schwenke, six one senior, number twenty one five eight senior Cameron Hasselbacher. Uh, for the Warriors, it will be Jake Bernard's, Logan Grove, Keenan Graham, Landon Dissler, and Josh Ward. Jacob Bernard's lately really playing good basketball, Robbie. He has done a good job of really being who he can be on the floor. <laughs> hey, I saw that. They have Bernard's listed at 6'6". I think uh, Mona must have given him access to the OSAA <laughs> roster login. Cause, uh, He's yeah. 6'3 and a half if you're being generous. Josh, yeah, maybe 6'3". I don't know. Reagan's a solid 6'2", and they stand next to each other. There's not much difference. So, said if you're being generous. Yeah. If, if you're putting him in a roster, you could go 6'3 yeah. and a half. Yeah. And, you know, during football season, you go two, 250. But he's he's probably 235 right now, 240 maybe. Probably. Something like that. Basketball will slim you down just a little bit. Wart going to jump it up with Bennett Boss. You know, and just on the surface, you would look at that and think huge advantage for the Warriors. And it's an advantage, but Boss definitely will create problems for the Warriors uh, with his the, the different things he can do. Ball tipped by Wart, tracked down by Grove. Grove swings it over to Graham. Three-pointer right wing, no good. Wart tips over the back. That's the first foul of the game right there. He had a good box out on him by Hasselbacher. Josh went up, tried to get it. You know, it probably shouldn't be an over-the-back call. Hasselbacher never jumped. He never made an effort. He just backed up into Josh. So, but that one goes against Josh. You'll have to play careful. Way out on top. Now they swing it left side to Hasselbacher. Looks inside. Not there. Out to Schwenke. 22-footer left angle. No good. Graham high for the board. Keenan throws ahead to Dissler in the front court. He slows it down. Back to Keenan. Slices, slashes, lays it up. No good. Wart tips. No good. Bernard's with the board. Takes it down, powers it up, no good. Tips, tips, and chased down by Graham. Graham drives baseline. Ah, and it's picked off by Schwenke. Tried to feed it back to Bernard's, and Graham with a steal. Graham, one on two, falls down, stolen by Bennett Boss. He throws ahead in the corner to Miller. He kicks it back out. Now they go to baseline to Boss, misses the short jumper, Dissler with the board. Minute gone, nobody can hit a shot. Dissler across half court. 2-3 zone for Salem Academy. Graham down in the right corner to Grove. Grove surveying things out on top to Dissler. The left side to Ward. Ward will take a three from the left corner. Little strong. Rebound. Miller. Austin Miller's a good shooter. If you leave him alone, he'll make you pay for it. Bring it across in the hands of Luke Miller. He's got the ball on top. 
Right side, Schwenke. Looking inside. Wart doing a good job on Boss there, fronting him. Out in the left corner, Austin Miller for three. No good. Wart with a good box out of Boss and the rebound. He'll bring it up himself. Into the forecourt. Gets down to the baseline. Schwenke right up on him. Wart to Graham. Graham on the left angle. Good defense by the Crusaders here. Inside. Swing it out to Grove. Down in the right corner to Wart. Thinks about the three. He's going to take it. Airballs that one. He's kind of fading left a little bit. That's not a good shot right there against his own. Luke Miller, top of the key extended. Two minutes gone. Nobody's made a basket yet. Boss in the high post, 18-footer. Turnaround buries it. There have been a couple times where they haven't communicated right on the switches there. They got two open shots to start the game right there, and still Josh played off right there. Bernard's left corner, three-point range. Back out to Grove. He and Bernard's play catch looking inside. Lobs to Wart. Wart down with it, reverses, and banks it, misses, gets it back, puts it up and in. Josh Bernard, or Josh Bernard, yeah. <laughs> it's the combo of them. Bernard's with a nice feed to Josh Wart there. Wart able to control, stayed under control, missed the first one, got his own rebound, and put it up and in. Austin Miller drives, kicks to Schwenke, out to Luke Miller for three, looks good, a little short, gets his own rebound, no box out there, gets in deep, misses. Graham has it, has it, yes, comes out of there with it. But there's loose ball, Keenan will probably likely be the guy that comes out of there. He's fallen down twice now, not sure what's going on. It's a bounce pass to Ward out on the left wing, cross court to Bernard's, had to go high for that one. He swings it back across court to Josh, on top to Disler. Right angle extended. Grove down in the corner to Graham. Looking inside of Bernard's. Not there. Now Disler on top. No screening going on against this zone so far. Grove drives. Gets all the way in. High off the glass and in. They're getting good movement on the offensive end, though. There's no screening going on, but they're moving the ball fast enough. They are. It's nice to see a little back screen on that zone when you reverse it, though. There's good flow here. Yeah, there is. Luke Miller on top to Boss. Boss fakes right. Drives left. Gets in deep. Wart blocks it. Races that one. Disler with the rebound. Disler drives all the way in. Off balance. No foul called on Austin Miller. There was a little shoulder check there. And outlet pass to Luke Miller. And his pass knocked away by Grove. It's loose. Grove comes out of there with it, and he's fouled. Hasselbacher with a foul. A little chaos out there early. This is the kind of pace Amity wants to play, though, against <laughs> Salem Academy. Let's be honest here. Yeah, there's Salem Academy has only run their offense twice so far. The rest of the time has been a little chaotic or quick shots. Warriors basketball on the foul. One foul each now in the game. Disler on top to Grove. Swings left side. Graham for three. Good! Keenan Graham. That's what we need. You got to take it. You got to make them pay for sinking back in that zone. That was a 21-footer from the left wing. Hasselbacher on the left wing himself. Looks inside. Not there. Grove on him. That's a good matchup for Logan. Somebody he can handle there size-wise. There's a drive by Boss. Blocked by Bernards. They're going to get him for the foul. That was good help there, though. The help was good. Just a second late. Yeah. And followed through after he blocked the shot. He kind of got a hand on the ball and then drove it down across Boss's head there. 7-2 Warriors. 340 left to go first quarter. Boss to the line to shoot two. And that's, I think that's where Boss gives Josh more problems than any, any other area is the fact he'll catch that ball in the high post and he'll, he'll hit the shot or he'll dare you to come out and then beat you off the dribble. And that just puts you in a lot in a jam. You've got to have help defense. You can never play a good distance away from him. You can't get in his right. girl and you can't play off. Yeah, it's a tough cover in that way, and they, and they utilize that. I mean, they're going to that high post, and he's a good free throw shooter. He misses one out of two, though. 7-3 game. Wart brings it up after grabbing the board. Swings it to Graham on the left wing, on top to Grove. Now to Hatch into the game. 
Hatch and Watcherson both in. Now Graham left side. Skip pass to Hatch. Looks at the three. It's not there. Back on top to Grove. Good patience by the Warriors. Graham goes baseline. Kicks it back out to Watcherson. Swings to Grove. He gets penetration. Back to Graham. Left corner three. Good! Keenan Graham in rhythm. Logan Grove set that up with a good penetration and kick. Exactly. It's just the flow. Austin Miller goes baseline. Swing pass over to Hasselbacher. Misses the three air balls at Wart with the rebound. Bounce pass ahead to Grove. Grove, Euro step, misses. Graham has it. Keenan kicks it to Hatch. Hatch, couple of dribbles. Back out on top to Grove. To Watcherson, right corner three. Wart looks good. Oh, we airballed it. It looked good from here. Yeah, Long pass ahead. Tipped by Hatch. And Hatch can't save it. He does save it! Off of Boss and out of bounds. I don't know how the official saw that, honestly. I, well, he had a better angle than we did. Because I couldn't tell who it went off of. I would have said Hatch. blocked by Hatch's body, for our view. 10-3 Warriors. Two and a half minutes to go first quarter. Graham takes another one. Heat check there and misses that one. Watcherson tips. Hatch. Oh, he had it. He waited for it. Grove controls. It was tipped, so no over and back. In the right corner to Watcherson. Back to Grove on top. High post, Graham. Ah, lazy pass. Got tipped away by Boss. And Hat Watcherson with the steal. To Wart. Wart fouled. Oh, couldn't lay it in. He split that defense of Hasselbacher and Hunter Miller, or Austin Miller. Great steal by Watcherson. It's the length. That's the big thing right now. Well, you got when you have Graham, Watcherson, and Wart all on the floor, boy, it is tough. <laughs> There's not a lot of passing lanes, and balls get tipped when you don't expect them to. You can't get the ball over half court. Wart, a little strong on the foul shot. One more coming for Josh. He's got two points in the game. 10-3 Warriors, 2-13 left to go first quarter. Wart, eyes it. That one looks good. Oh, it's halfway down and pops out. Josh will be irritated about that. Schwenke walks it up the floor as we come up on the two-minute mark in the first quarter. Schwenke, hatch on him, goes high post. Austin Miller drives on Watcherson, gets in deep. Watcherson, good defense. They kick it out to Luke Miller. He misses the three. Wart cleans up the trash, gives it up ahead to Graham. Keenan, left wing, swings it all the way. Right corner, Watcherson for three, short. Hat or Grove tips, ends up in the hands of the Crusaders. Ahead to Schwenke. Watcherson gets back. Schwenke loses it off of Watcherson's head. Yeah. But the official didn't see it. Wow. That's what Schwenke says. Is I lost it, but it hit Watcherson. Wow. Yeah, you could definitely see the ball change direction. Though. And Watcherson flinched when it hit him. <laughs> it poked him on the side of the face there. Poor missed call there by the official. But he didn't reward a bad play by, by Miller. Grove for three. Logan Grove. Time out here. And he calls one. Yep. On the ball reversal. But Warriors are doing a great job of skip yes. passing tonight. Really making that zone have to move. This is just like practice right now. It is. Yeah, four, three threes. Keenan Graham's hit two. Logan Grove's hit one. Plus, Grove had the drive, and then Wart got the re rebound put back. I wouldn't be surprised if they go man here. Because Amity's doing good. They're shooting their way out of the zone right now. And that really creates an issue because going man against the Warriors is not easy. No. Now you have to chase Watcherson. You have to find war. Where's your help defense come from? And depending on where the Warriors space it, your help defense may not be very effective. But are you content with how Amity's shooting right now to just stick in the zone? Maybe you go 1-3-1. One, one, you got to do something different exactly. than this 2-3. Exactly. The Warriors are shooting out of this 2-3. 13-3 three. Three Warriors, and it could be a lot worse. Warriors have missed some opportunities. Some and easy free ones. Throws. Luke Miller walks it up the floor. A minute and a half to go first quarter. Warriors up 10 on the Crusaders. 
They swing it right corner. Hasselbacher takes a couple dribbles out, out to Schwenke. Now they go low to Boss. They triple him out to Luke Miller for three. Halfway down, misses. Rebound, Schwenke. They double him underneath the basket. He's got nowhere to go. Knocked out of bounds by Graham as he tried to throw it baseline. Hatch right now is doing an underrated job of closing out on three shooters right now. They've missed three in a row because of his closeouts. Again, things that don't show up in the box exactly. score, and some fans may not be noticing. Hatch is a hustler. He is. Well, he knows his role on the team. Missed switch there. Yeah, right corner, uh, Hasselbacher misses the three. Austin Miller throws it up. Well, that was Wart affected that shot without doing anything. Mid-range boss hits it. Finally, boss ends up with the ball in his hands. He gets all five of their points. That's about the fourth time they've missed a switch there. One guy, one guy thought they were switching, one guy didn't. Hatch loses it, gets it back, shovels it to Watcherson. There's the drive. Kick back out to Grove. Might have carried, throws it away. Right to Hasselbacher. Hasselbacher takes it all the way in for the lay-in. They stuck in the 2-3. 13-7. Warriors turn it over there. Kind of an unforced one, really. Grove thought he was fouled. And another turnover. Logan trying to do too much of penetration and kicking. Boss drives, kicks. Austin Miller, left wing. Fumbled it, couldn't get a shot off. Goes baseline. Back to Boss, lays it up and in. On the right side. Six in a row for the Crusaders here to cut this to a four-point lead. Graham in the corner to Grove. Back to uh, Josh. Out to Hatch. Just before the buzzer. And the Warriors really weren't ready there for that last shot. 13-9 Warriors as we head to the second quarter here on 1260 KOYC McMinnville. Transitions in life. Sometimes it's difficult. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County. At that time, you will have lots of questions and need someone to walk with you every step of the way. Burial or cremation and a myriad of options, now including aqua cremations. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville. Five generations helping with funeral and family needs. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Jeff Clark, Robbie Scharf bringing you the action from Salem Academy High School. Warriors with a good first quarter overall. The last minute and a half a little shaky as they um, got a little too uh, aggressive against the zone off the dribble. They, they got away from what they were doing with skip passes and ball movement. They got a little impatient, I think. Yeah. I think that's... Greedy. Y- yes. Yeah. There's the word we're looking for. That's yep. what I was trying yep. to figure out. Yeah, greedy. Uh, hey, want to remind you. You can text Becky Mather, EXP Realty, at 971-241-2997. 971-241-2997. Uh, with the answer to the trivia question this week, get yourself entered in a drawing for a Blue Raven Pie. The trivia question is the same today as it was on Tuesday. Name one Amity Warrior Hall of Fame member who is a current employee for the district. Text that to Becky Mather and get yourself entered. Austin Miller out top for three, hits it. And just like that, we have a one-point game. Can't let Austin Miller get get going. Well, it's fairly contested, too, and it was fairly deep. Watcherson looks inside, back to Graham on the top. Now to Grove, feeds Bernards down low, back to Grove. Left corner three, too strong. Long rebound, Watcherson chases it down. In the corner to Graham, right side. Now he backs it out to Watcherson in the corner. Watcherson's got to look to shoot more. Miller's not going to really contest that. Right to the hoop, Bernard's misses, battles, can't get it. There's a long pass ahead. Graham blocks the shot. That was on Chase Brown. Wart saves it back into Graham at the other end. On top, Grove. Grove dribbles right, fakes the handoff, now skips it to Graham. Graham 
23-footer, left side. Air balls that, maybe nick the rim. Saved by Austin Miller to Luke Miller. Picks it up, swings it to Austin Miller. 27-footer, left side, good. For those that know Amity's gym, that's a warrior head shot. Yeah, that's a deep shot, 15-13. Wart down low, fouled by Hasselbacher. 15-13, that is 12 straight by my count. It was 13-3 when they took their time out. Yeah, that's true. And look who's up talking more. Uh, Brown is up doing most of the talking on the sideline. Nothing wrong with being co-head coaches. <laughs> That's right. Into the game, number five, that is John Bennett coming in, 6-3. Go Warrior Ball. Watcherson for three. Looks good. Ah, just a little short. Good box out by, by Bennett to keep him from getting to the ball. He was trying to follow his shot. Miller, nobody picks him up. He shoots. Graham hit it. Blocked it out of bounds. That might affect Miller's next shot because you get one shot blocked from out there, and the next time somebody flies at you, sometimes you, you kind of short-arm it a little bit. 6.21 to go first half. They get it in the corner. Three-point attempt from there. Good by John Pass just into the game. They've hit three threes in a row to take a five-point lead on the Warriors. And that was another miscommunication on the screen there. It's a 15-0 Crusader run. Bernard's left corner, skip pass. Graham whew, barely saves it. Baseline finds Wart right in front of the basket. They're going to get him for a travel. No, they're going to save his foul on the floor. Like, wow. Surprising. I thought they were going to call a travel for a second yeah. there. I mean, he had a guy on his shoulder, but. SM Academy's coach won't. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but part of the reason you travel is when somebody's leaning on you. Yeah. Bernard's out, Dissler back in. Bernard's doing a good job around the basket, just not able to finish tonight. Warriors down five. They go in the corner to Grove, back to Graham. Graham swings it out to Dissler. Landon gets a screen, goes left. Grove on the baseline, trying to feed Wart going to the basket. He forced it, and there's Wart picking up a second foul. And this is what the Warriors cannot have, and that is cheap fouls. Both of Josh's fouls really not even going to help the game, even if you don't get them. They're just frustration yeah. fouls, if nothing else. Warriors walk back down towards the other end of the court. Josh has two. He tells Scott, I'm fine. Into the game, George Hatch for Logan Grove. Grove, just too many turnovers so yeah. far tonight. There's an offensive foul on John Bennett. Yeah, as soon as, Josh, as soon as Josh gets his third, he's done for the half, and you could be in a world of hurt at that point. The Warriors going to take a timeout, 30-second timeout. We will stay here. So if you know the name of any Amity... Hall of Fame member that is a member of the Amity School District staff. I think there are four of them that I know of. Text it to 971-241-2997. That's 971-241-2997. Specky Mather with EXP Realty. So if you know one of those Hall of Fame members, text it to her. Get yourself entered into a Blue Raven pie drawing. That's a, that's a nice prize. Nobody complains about pie. <laughs> Hatch to Dissler as the Warriors get it back in bounds. Watcherson in the corner. Watcherson been silent offensively so far. I think he's 0 for 3 from the field. Graham, 2-3 zone still by the Crusaders. Warriors skip past Graham. Down low to Ward on the baseline. They double down. Now it's single coverage. He goes. Reverse, a little short. 
That's ben, uh, Bennett Boss. He drifted behind the backboard. That was his big problem there. But that's that's Boss doing a good job of yep. being physical in there. It's like Josh has said. It, Bennett's tough. Bennett foul line jump with the other end misses that one. Rebound pulled down by Brown out to Austin Miller drives baseline hangs scores underneath Graham's arms. They are on a 17-0 run. I don't even know what to say to that. Graham, floater in the lane, foul. That might break the run finally. Warriors are up 10. They're down 7. You just don't see runs like that very often. Ones that last this long, too. Yeah, because this is really about, we're, we're three minutes into the second quarter. It's got to be at least a six-minute run here. About. Graham hits the free throw to break it finally. Keenan was seven in the game. Goes Josh. Yeah, going to get Josh out of there, try to protect him with those two fouls. If you can keep the game close with him out. And both of those fouls, one of them an over-the-back call, loose ball foul on a rebound that he wasn't going to be able to get. Graham hits a pair. With only about 30 seconds elapsed in the game. Yeah, right off the bat. And then the other one just kind of scrapping for a loose ball after a bad pass. It wasn't a bad pass by Josh. It was a bad pass intended for him. It got loose, and he went scrapping for it instead of just letting them have the steal. Brown in the corner throws it off of Graham. Graham with a steal. Keenan so wily. Cross half court. Picks up his dribble. Hands it to Disler. Disler drives. Steps through. Blocked by Bennett Boss. Can't be weak taking that stuff up. Boss too good of a basketball player. Cross court. Miller drives baseline. Hangs. Reverse laying high off the glass. Misses. Boss puts it back. Misses. It's tipped. Bennett with the rebound. Out to Miller. Fakes the three. Drives right. Step through. Kicks it left corner, Boss. He'll drive baseline. Dissler comes over to help, and not soon enough, Boss jumps sideways, lays it off the glass, and in. He's got nine. By contrast, Josh only with two points so far in this game. Graham, now, you know, to their credit, or to Josh's, you know, defense, their defense is designed to stop Josh. Our defense is not designed to stop Bennett. And that's a pushing foul on Jake Bernard's away from the ball. 22-15, seven-point lead. I'm going to get a uh, recently haircutted he, uh, Hayden Reeves into the game. I didn't recognize him. I know. He took a bunch off. Oh. Looks, uh, looks about a year older. Maybe he'll play a year older here. Reeves on the ball. They swing it right side to Miller. Miller, Bernard's hedges. Got to be careful. Get it down in the corner to Brown. Brown gets Boss coming across the lane. He skips it over to Bennett. Bennett back out to Austin Miller. Good closeout by Watcherson. Miller's crafty. Drives, steps through, finds the cutter. Blocked shot by Reeves. That was Brown coming baseline on the opposite side. Great pass. It's a great cut. Put in a better defensive play by Reeves on the recovery to block the shot. And there's Watcherson knocking away a pass intended for Austin Miller. That's just the length. Crusaders basketball, inbound right side of the key along the baseline. Pass into the corner to Boss, out to Brown. Brown, hesitation dribble, kick it. Austin Miller, 23-footer, no good. Rebound, knocked away. Should have been a foul on Brown. He and Graham tangled up there. Disler comes away with it, ahead to Graham. You play scrappy, Keenan likes that. He'll scrap with any of you. There was some violence down there on that rebound. Reeves on the left angle, skip pass to Graham, fakes the corner pass. Now he backs his way down, hands to Watcherson. Watcherson knocked away, knocked away, and they're going to get a reach-in foul. Probably the right call. They were flailing at the ball there. 
Well, he brought it from the opposite wing back to the middle of the court, and right there, if you do that, you can have both those guards at the top of the 2-3 trap you right there. That's understanding where the defense is coming from. Yeah. Not where they are when you start the move, but where the help is coming from and how it's going to get you into trouble. Watcherson to the line. That's the seventh team foul on the Crusaders. He'll shoot one and one. First one by Isaac. No good. Warriors 0 for 3 from the foul line. That's not helping their cause. That's at least... Uh, that's four potential points that they've left there as uh, Watcherson doesn't get the second free throw attempt. It's a drive by Miller, kicks it back, swings it to Schwenke, right corner three, good. You can't let this team have open looks in three-point range. You've got to know where your guy is and you've got to recover. That was just a little overhelp there from Dissler. He couldn't recover in time. And that's it. You've got to know how far you can come off because you've got to be able to get back. Graham, left corner, drives baseline, a little floater, no good, tips it. Tips it, ball's loose, and Watcherson had it, taken away from him by pass, and then knocked away by Reeves, stolen by Hayden at half court. Hayden, hesitation, kicks it out. Disler for three, too strong. Rebound, tipped away, Austin Miller gets it. Warriors down 10 with two minutes to go, first half. They were up seven in the first quarter. And then the offense went in the tank, as did the defense. There's a travel on Miller, gets away, but there's a block by Graham. It's his third of the game. Reeves at half court, spins away from pass, between the legs, hands to Graham, fakes the three, back to Reeves. He'll take a three, that looks good. Is Hayden Reeves knocking down the three. He's got a steal, a block, and now a three-pointer. All within about a minute and 30 seconds. Got to love the energy off the bench. Seven-point lead. Schwenke works right, kicks it back to Austin Miller. 23-footer out top, good. Nobody got out there. Another miscommunication on the screen. Austin Miller's about six times. Yeah, he's three out of five from three-point range by my count. Reeves off his hands out of bounds. You just you can't make that mistake. Whether that's lack of being ready, the pass a little behind you, you still got to catch the ball. So now a block, a score, and a turnover. Yeah. (laughs) Warriors take a 30-second timeout. 114 left to go second quarter. Ten-point lead for the Crusaders, 28-18. All right, one more time with the uh, trivia question. If you know one of the uh, members of the Amity Hall of Fame that works for Amity School District presently, paid employees only, uh, then you can text that to Becky Mather with EXP Realty at 971-241-2997 and see if uh, you're right. You'll get entered into a drawing for a Blue Raven pie. Okay, Robbie, you've got, I can't tell, it's a minute something left in in the half, right? Just under two minutes. The minute 14. Josh is back in. He's got two fouls. Cody Dykes in. So explain to me the logic here. Um, you might be going RJ. That's okay. a lot of athleticism. RJ, run and jump, press. Yep. Uh, and so that's what we're trying to figure out what Scott's doing here. And Cody, not a great offensive player, but he does know how to play defense. There's a knock away by Graham. Disler ahead to Graham. Graham. Finger rolls, up and in. Miller wanted no part of that. Keenan Graham with 10 in the first half, leading the Warriors in scoring. Pass with it, eight-point game. Warriors didn't pressure after the make. So Schwenke in the corner, looking to boss, fronted by Wart. Miller drives baseline, kicks it back to Schwenke, swings it, the extra pass to Luke Miller. Nice job by Dyke on the rotation. Austin Miller in the left corner, deed up by Disler. Drives, loses it. That's Hayden Reeves with another steal. Picks up his dribble to Wart, top of the key. Swings it back to Reeves. 
Right angle. Down in the corner. Cody Dyke. Back to Reeves. 25 seconds. High post. Graham. Looks low post. It's not there. Takes a dribble back. Picked up his dribble for no reason there. Now to Reeves. 16 seconds. Might as well play for one shot at this point. Eight-point game. Wart. High post. Drives. Blocked by Boss. There's a save back in. Didn't play for one shot. Now they have the ball with five seconds. Schwenke blocked by Dissler. And he saves it. Can't get the shot off before the end of the half. Nice play by Landon Dissler. Warriors are up 13-9 after one. They're down 28-20 as we head to halftime. This is KLYC 1260 AM McMinnville. Seven, Becky Mather and EXP Realty. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Jeff Clark, Robbie Scharf, bringing you boys basketball action right now from Salem Academy High School halftime. The number two Crusaders lead the number three Warriors 28-20. Warriors were up early in this game 13-10. They were hitting threes. They were moving the ball. Uh, they were rotating well on the defensive end. A good timeout by the Crusaders. They came out of that and went on a 17-0 run before the Warriors recovered. It was 20-13. It was... And, and we talked about it when going into the timeout. We were like, okay, Amity is shooting their way out of the zone. Are you going to go from the 2-3 to a man or 1-3-1 and all the problems that were associated with that? And I mean, apparently they lit a fire because after that it was it was lights out on the defensive end for SA. Well, and, you know, there's there's credit due for the Crusaders and there's some, um, some uh, penalty due for the Warriors and how they handled that extra intensity. They tried to dribble... Uh, too many times against that zone from that point on that what they read is extra aggressive coming at me I'm gonna put the ball on the floor well and I don't know you know people listening are probably tired of hearing me say this there's nothing wrong with dribbling against the zone to a point but the goal is just to get past the first layer of the zone and then kick the ball it's not to try to drive in deep into the zone that sometimes it's just the difference between one dribble pass the guy on you and two dribbles get you into trouble or two dribbles to get past and three dribbles get you into trouble sometimes that one extra dribble now you put yourself in a position where you don't have a pass you have to pass before that extra help defense gets to you as they're moving towards you the pass has to happen so they're out of position early in the game we were making those passes quickly and with with confidence then we start dribbling too much and and uh, tentative on our passes and and lost our passing angles and yeah well, you can't go one on five against the zone, and that's kind of what started happening right there. We had multiple turnovers, uh, I think three turnovers in a row at one point, um, and basically just because of, of uh, just poor decision-making on the offensive end. And at the same time, they hit some shots, started feeling some confidence, and uh, then the Warriors all of a sudden found themselves on the, the wrong end of a, uh, what did I say, 17-0 run. I, ended up being 25-5 if my math is right. Yeah. Um, when, when it was all said and done. So, yeah, you go from 13, up 13-3 to down 28-20. It's not a, that's not a good way to, uh, what was that, about a, probably 11 minutes that happened over. About. For the Warriors, Keenan Graham, really the offensive story. He had uh, 10 points in the first half. Logan Grove with five, but probably close to that in turnovers as well. Early in the game, Logan was, was playing really good basketball then, Try to do a little too much. Uh, three for Hayden Reeves, two for Josh Ward is all. Uh, so missing from that. So Ward only two points. Warriors 0 for 3 from the foul line. And no Isaac Watcherson in the scorebook. He's 0 for 1 from the foul line. Landon Disler 
does uh, does not have a bat. I thought he hit a three. But I thought he did too. Did I give that to the wrong person? I don't think so. Maybe my score's wrong. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's the right number of points. And I know Grove hit a three, and Graham had two, and Hayden had one. So I, I don't know. Dissler scoreless, Hatch scoreless, Watcherson scoreless, Bernard scoreless. And all of them had some quality looks at the basket. Watcherson, uh, I, I want to say 0 for 3 from three-point range, if my memory serves me I right. So. I think with two air balls, too. Yeah, Bernard, or just grazing the rim. Bernard's 0 for about 5, 4 or 5, right at the rim, just not able to finish. Um, and Dissler, I, 0 for 1 or 0 for 2 from three-point range. Well, he got one shot blocked by Boss and missed a three, I think. Uh, and so it's kind of where they are. Austin Miller, 11, Bennett Boss, 9 for the Crusaders. For those interested, we have a halftime score from YC. Yamhill Carlton, 32, Blanchett, 18 for boys. So I guess um, the James Moore has probably 15 points. <laughs> probably, probably in the area. Uh, he either has 15 or he has two. And, and six assists. Yeah. 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 So either they're forcing the ball out of his hands or they're not letting anybody else do anything. Um, either way, you can play either strategy against a team that really only has one score. Yeah. You can say, look, we'll play a tight up man, and we just don't think one guy can score enough points which to is, beat us. Which is the Damian Lillard defense. Exactly. And the exact converse of that is the Michael Jordan defense. If right. he's going to get his, just make sure Pippen doesn't beat you. Exactly. So. Yep. Um, and, you know, not saying, not saying Blanchett has a pippin. <laughs> no, they don't. That's the problem, right? Because you can let Moore get his, and as long as you don't let Hubbard have wide open threes, and where where Moore will kill you from Blanchett, and any really good player that has a handle, especially big guys are different, uh, but guys that can that can get their own shot uh, against anybody one on one. When you double them, sometimes they can still get their own shot. Um, but what they really do is they'll draw defense, and if they're a good passer, somebody else will get easy shots. And that's where um, a really great player hurts you is on the on the pass, not on the shot when you design your defense, take it away. Um, Salem Academy definitely designs their defense to take Josh Wart out of the game. And Josh is, is uh, probably having his worst game of the year uh, that I can think of right now. He has just two points, a uh, couple of block shots, uh, probably five, four or five rebounds or so but just really ineffective on the offensive end so far. Uh, he's had a couple of good looks. He drew a foul. He's drawn a couple of fouls, actually, one on the floor, one on the shot. But um, frustrated, um, had part to sit of, on the bench for a while with foul trouble. Part of that is he's forcing things. That, that's part of, his, part of the reason his offensive game hasn't really come yet is, yes, they are forcing out of his hands. Early in the first quarter, the flow was going around. It didn't really matter that he wasn't scoring because the – the ball is moving so fluidly. Since it slowed down, it's kind of been okay. I'm going to carry this on my shoulders. Y- you know, you, you don't do it like we mentioned before. You don't go one on five against the zone. So that's kind of where the frustration is coming from. As a post player, when you catch the ball with your back to the basket um, and try to make any kind of a drop step turn, you have no idea if there's help defense coming or not. Now, man to man defense, it's unlikely. You can kind of create spacing that makes it hard for the help defense to come. Um, but in his own, it's coming, yeah. uh, almost for sure. And Josh loves to go baseline on either side. 
Yep. He really loves the baseline move, and, and so the help defense is pretty predictable, actually. I think if he would fake the, fake baseline or come back to the middle, he could get an easy shot. And even just boss on his own, just one-on-one, -on -one is forcing him. He, okay, you want to go baseline, I'm going to force you behind the backboard. Right, take away your angle. Exactly. Warriors ball to start the third quarter. Graham with it on the floor with this, or Wart, Bernards, and Grove. Graham with it on the left wing. Lobs tries to lob back door to Josh. They, I don't know why Dissler was there. He got in the way, but he hits the ball blocked, fouled by Boss. So what I saw was Dissler try to set a screen and not set it high enough, and then he was in the way of Josh trying to go back door. The timing wasn't right there. What, what Dissler's supposed to do is set an up pick for Josh to come and catch the lob and dunk over everybody, but but the timing for whatever reason there was off, and Dissler wasn't even close. He was by the block. I, yeah. There was, there was, was no path for Josh to get to the basket. Yeah. Either he either he wasn't there for the for the screen in time, or Josh took off too early to get the or go the get, pass was too soon, or I don't know who knows. Time You'd have to watch the film on it. It was wrong. There was not right. Yes. Disler ends up hitting a pair of free throws though. When all said and done, the Warriors still get two points down six. Luke Miller playing point for him to Schwenke, high post boss. Wart just give him a little bit of room. Boss loses it on the way up. Grove scrapping. Boss on the floor for it. Throws it away. Nice hustle by Logan Grove. Boss just lost that ball. I'm not sure if he lost it or if Josh got a finger on it, maybe. And from here, it's hard to tell, but yeah. somewhere in there, he, he uh, did not either complete the play the way he wanted to or, or Wart affected it, one of the two. Warriors with the ball, down six. Graham directing traffic. Bernard's right corner. Boy, he could take that. Back to Graham. Jake, right corner. But look at them sag off. Skip pass. Grove. Good recovery defense there. Grove drives, pulls up, eight-footer, rolls it in. That was a dead ball on the rim. It just sat up there for a second, kind of clunked, and then fell in. If Jake is going to stay in the game, eventually he's going to have to take that shot. And Miller was in the paint instead of coming out to the three-point line. Yeah. Or you have to take – you can't run that set with Jake in the corner. One of the yeah. two. Put him out top. Miller drives, kicks. The other Miller, Luke, for three from the corner. Falls down trying to draw a foul. I don't know. And that Hits was an overhelp from Graham. His first basket of the game. Warriors down seven. Bernard's left corner. Tries to feed Josh, but there's too much help there. It's knocked away. Luke Miller, foul line. Fouled, no call. Out to Austin Miller. Schwenke, Luke Miller on top for three. Probably good. No, a little short. No box out. Bennett Boss with the rebound. Puts it up and in. Josh didn't box out. And the rebound was long. Boss with 11. Disler, top of the key. Warriors down nine now. They were down eight at halftime. Looked good coming out. Cut it to six. Graham, elbow jumper, turns. No good. And Miller, high for the rebound. Bernard's, there must not have been a box out there. No. Bernard's just relied on being inside and having position, and Miller went up and over him. That shouldn't happen. There's a drive baseline. Hasselbacher out to Miller in the corner. Graham closes out. Well, there's Wart with a steal. He will flush this one. Takes it in with a left hand. Almost got fouled. Right too. in the face of Schwanky. Schwanky in dangerous territory there. On the right side, Hasselbacher knocked away, gets it back, drives baseline. The cutoff, good help defense there by Bernards. Boss on top, Schwanky. He backs it out. Dissler has him. Warriors within seven again. Left angle, Miller backs out, skips it down in the corner. Schwanky for three. Air balls. Graham with a rebound. Got the communication right there yep. on the switch. Graham bounce pass to Disler, too deep. Throws it out and throws it away. No excuse for that, folks. 
Dissler drove. He had nowhere to go and then picked his dribble up in the paint, and there were, nobody knew what he was doing, so nobody knew where to go. So now you got Watcherson in for Jake, so they're going to stick with that four-wide four set to try and open things up for Josh down low. Yep. Landon's got to be smarter than that with the ball in his hands. Miller in the corner, Schwenke. It lobbed to Luke Miller, knocked to, or to uh, Austin Miller, knocked away Dissler with the rebound. Good job by Watcherson. Graham steps through, lays it up, no good. Scrap and Wart with it. He'll take it up. He's fouled. Nice job by Josh Wart staying after that. That was a long gather from Keenan. He picked up just about the three-point line in two steps. He was right at the rim. Should have picked, it, like up, a, should have picked like, it up six inches later. He would have made it. He was about six inches short. That was like a hesitation Euro step. I'm not sure what that was. Wart hits the foul shot. He's got five, three in the quarter. 33-27, 4.47 left to go third quarter. Warriors play much better overall in this quarter. Defensive rotations are a lot better. Yeah, communications there. Wart short, comes off the rim, Schwenke with the rebound. Josh just one for four from the line tonight, but those free throws have looked good, just a little off. They get it to Boss out on top. Wart's got to be careful with two fouls. Boss spins, 12-footer, no good. That's a tough shot. Wart rebounds over to Graham. Keenan. Bounce pass, Dissler, left corner fakes, drives, hangs, boss on him, misses it. Watcherson tips off of Grove out of bounds. Dissler, it's not Dissler's shot. Hanging in the air against a shot blocker like Boss. But that's the kind of shot you're going to have to hit in the flow of things if you're going to avoid the 2-3 zone. you got to hit shots in transition. Well, but Dissler has to recognize that's Boss coming. Yep. Give him a pump fake and make the pass. Yep. Don't, try to, don't try to take the shot because it's a low percentage shot over him. Yeah. Austin... Uh, Miller drives, misses, Boss tips it up and in. Ward had to come over on the help defense, and there was no second rotation to box out Bennett Boss. Grove drives left, picks up his dribble, back out to Washerson, top of the key three, in rhythm, no good. Graham tips, Ward tips, Hasselbacher comes down with it. Over to Schwenke, throws it long ahead to Luke Miller. Back out on top. Schwenke back to Miller in the corner. Schwenke with it. Now to Austin Miller on top. Swings it left side to Hasselbacher. Grove right up in his grill. Good defense there. Schwenke left corner. Finds Austin Miller in the high post. He steps back to the three-point line. Graham closes out well. Gives it to Hasselbacher. Hasselbacher fakes, drives, gets in deep. Good help there. Gets it back to Austin Miller. Runs into his teammate, Bennett Boss. That's a perfect example. Bennett Boss had no idea what Austin Miller was doing. Yep. Miller drove right at him, and Boss is like, I'm in the high post. You drive at me. What am I supposed to Where am I supposed to go? Yeah. Miller runs into him and travels. The correct answer is drop to the low post. But well, he couldn't have got there quick enough. Exactly. you got to know what's coming. Uh, Watcherson out on top to Grove. Back to Watcherson, left corner. Lobs to Ward. There's two guys there. Skips it over to Dissler. Drives. There's a good play. Right to the rim, lays it up and in That's before Boss can get over. drive against the zone. Yep. Well, because you had the ball in the post and then you reversed it. And that time, Dissler makes a great decision with the left hand. Boss out of position for the block. Warriors back within six. Down low, Hasselbacher in the lane. Kicks it back out to Austin Miller. Watcherson closes out on him. Luke Miller back to Hasselbacher on top. Works left. Grove gets under the screen to Austin Miller. Gets in deep. Traveled. They're going to call a foul on the floor. Is that on Wart? No. It's on Keenan, I think. Oh, I Watcherson. We couldn't see the number. Yeah. We were at a 90-degree angle to the number. 
Watcherson out, Hatch in. Be nice to see Hatch knock down a shot. He's capable. He's going to need to be maybe a little bit more assertive on the offensive end. They get it in the corner to Boss. Out on top, Hasselbacher with it. Working on Grove. Grove's done a good job on Hasselbacher. Hasselbacher starts to drive, picks it up to Miller. Lost it, Schwenke chases it down. Good defense by the Warriors here in this quarter overall. Wart with a steal. Wart will flush this one. Hard with two hands. Josh Wart with a steal and the dunk, his second one of the quarter. They drive, hang, and swing. Uh, Luke Miller gets one at the other end. That is horrible transition defense for the Warriors. Back to a six-point game. Graham in the corner to Hatch. Bounce pass back to Keenan. Swings it. Grove for three. Oh, he airballed that one. And we're going to have a foul on Keenan Graham, I think. Loose ball foul. 146 to go third quarter, 37-31. Boy, Grove had lots of time. And it was a good shot. Just Get it in the flow off transition, yeah. too. Almost like he aimed it a little bit and put too much on it. Had too much time to think. Uh, sometimes, I'll tell you, as a shooter, you want to just be in the rhythm. Down low, Miller turns, scores. Is that Disler? I think, getting him down low. Wart coming across to help. That is Schwenke beating Disler to the spot. You've got to be physical. Make sh- you can't just let Schwenke cut all the way along the baseline and get that low post well, position. Well, it's the back, it's the off-ball screening communication that's just, I mean, Salem Academy's always done that. I mean, that's, that's their calling card, and, and they're going to test you on it, and it's just tonight the Warriors are failing their communication on that part. Schwenke hits the free throw. It's a back to a nine-point game. Warriors have played well in this quarter, but they're still minus one on the quarter. Disler to Hatch, back to Disler. Looks at the three, it's not there. Back on top to Hatch. Hatch, top of the key, starts to drive. Out to Wart, right corner three. Halfway down, wouldn't stay. Boss with the rebound. Kind of forced it a little bit. A little bit, but boy, somebody's got to knock down a shot. You know, whether it's, if nobody else is going to do it, maybe it has to be Josh out there. But do you want it to be that shot? Well, he likes the corner three. He's 0 for 3 tonight, though, from three-point range. There's a drive, a kick, Dissler with a steal. Brown turned it over to Graham. Graham steps through, draws the foul. He is so tough. When he's bearing down on you, you think you're going to get a charge. You are not. He is always going to turn and slide through you and draw contact on the way up. He's got such good bounce in those legs. He can the euro step. With yeah, him. with those long legs. Yes, he just changes that angle on you, and you don't know when he's going to actually get to you. And then all of a sudden, he's past you. Yep. Graham hits the free throw. His first point of the half cuts it to eight. Which is why he's such a good jumper in track. Absolutely. He's got the speed and the bounce. But he has a hard time dunking. Yeah. He gets a lot of flack about that. <laughs> How can you be? A, one of the best high jumpers in the state at 6'3 and not be a dunker. He has no harm. He can get up there. He gets ones every once in a while in practice. So down to a seven-point game as Graham hits a pair. 48 seconds to go in the third quarter. Warriors trying to stay in contact here in spite of some pretty poor outside shooting for the Warriors. Miller at the other end for three. Catch and shoot. Man, that kid's got a stroke. Austin Miller, his fourth three of the night. And he has 14 points. Graham, step through, fouled. Boy, that's a tough cover. Bennett talking some smack to Wart. That's probably not a good idea. 26 and a half seconds to go. It's a 10-point game. Graham back to the foul line. 
He's got some territory to do so. 43-33, Salem Academy. Graham hits the free throw. One more coming for the six-foot-three-inch junior. As we mentioned, excellent high jumper. Good, excellent football player. Very good basketball player. 22 seconds to go. He hits a pair. It's an eight-point game. And there's a steal by Graham at the other end with 17 seconds. He'll bring it up himself, surveys the court, lobs ahead to Hatch too far, and he throws it away back in. Miller traveled, got away with it. He throws it ahead to Brown, kicks it to Schwenke for three. No good. Rebound Graham with four seconds. Oh, it's stolen by Brown. He doesn't know what to do with it. Out to Hasselbacher for three. Rims it. Wow. That would have been devastating. Warriors couldn't figure out how to get the ball across half court there, and they trail uh, 43 to 35 as we head to the fourth quarter. 1260 KLYC, McMinnville to 3 p.m. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. Boys game headed to the fourth quarter. 43-35 Salem Academy with the eight-point lead. Remember this one was the Warriors up 10 early. They were up by four after one quarter and uh, with about two and a half minutes, three minutes to go in the first quarter, Salem Academy went on a run and they've kind of kept it right there at about 8 to 10 points uh, since then. Warriors have it down to 8 right now. That's what it was at halftime. Warriors played a better third quarter offensively, but defensively uh, gave up 15 points. That's too many. It's all off-ball screens, too. That's, that's the biggest problem with the defense right now. Well, you know, Hatch, look how far out Hatch has to play on Miller. They yep. go high post Bennett, now to Miller. Austin Miller, the shooter, Ooh, yeah. fouled by Hatch with the elbow on the on the hip there. Just the fourth team foul on the Warriors. Four also on the Crusaders right now. Warriors going left to right here in the second half in front of us. We're on the far side of the gym, across from the scorer's table at half court. Out on top, Luke Miller drives, gets in deep, hangs, blocked by Wart. Loose ball, Graham with the rebound. Across half court, and Hayden Reeves is down the other end. I think he took a shot to the face. No foul call. Disler will come in. I think it was on the rebound. Yeah, I think just a loose arm flailing. It happens. If you've played basketball and you've spent any time around the paint, uh, when that... When the ball is loose, whether it's coming off a rebound or somebody tips a pass or tips a rebound, um, yeah. There are arms everywhere. There are arms and elbows flying. I've got chipped teeth in my mouth still <laughs> to this day from elbows under the catching shoulders, under the chin, things like that. Warriors basketball, high post, Graham knocked away. Hatch telegraphed the pass, ends up in the hands of Bennett. Over to Austin Miller. Miller ahead to Luke Miller. Drives. Graham with a steal. Oh, my goodness. Keenan Graham just took it from Miller. Over to Grove. Right corner. Out to uh, to Wart. Wart spins. Gets in deep. Forces it. No good. Gets it back. Puts it up and in. Josh Wart (laughs) playing a little volleyball by himself out there. He's got nine in the game. Seven in this half. Five point. No, back to a six-point game. Excuse me. 43-37 early in the fourth quarter. They've got Boss on the bench right now. This is when the Warriors really need to make some hay. Miller out on top. Luke Miller drives right, gets to the elbow, kicks it to Brown. 
Loses it. Cut off by Dissler. Now he drives. Wart affects the shot. Dissler with the rebound. I don't know why they would drive on Wart. I've never understood that. that you're just not going to get a high-quality shot doing that. Dissler on top. Swings it to Graham on the left wing. Back to Dissler. Graham almost lost it. They're doubling Josh without the ball. Front and back in him in that post. Dissler out to Grove. Deep. Out to Hatch. Right angle three. Airballs it. Grove loses it on the way up. I think Bennett hit it out of his hands. Ah, it's a bummer for the Warriors. We had an offensive rebound in the paint. Hasselbacher right angle with it. Three-point range out to Luke Miller. Now to Austin Miller on top. He's a threat. Gets to the foul line. Down low to Bennett. Blocked by Ward on the way down, but he fouled him. And Bennett talking some smack again to him. (laughs) Josh's third foul. First since the first quarter. Fifth team foul on the Warriors. So John Bennett to the line. 6'3", junior. Free throws good. One thing this Salem Academy team, you can be guaranteed, is they will shoot a high percentage from the foul line. And there's a, there's a few things you know. That, you know they're going to run a disciplined offense, and uh, defensively, um, they're going to be very active with their hands. Bennett hits a pair, makes it a eight-point game. He comes out of the game, boss back in. Warriors don't really capitalize on boss being out. That's unfortunate. Graham across half court. Over to Grove, back to Graham. Keenan puts up a deep three. Halfway down, misses it. Boss with the rebound. Boss clears things out and then gets it over to Luke Miller. Warriors need to stop here defensively. Need to get some, maybe some offense out of their defense. It's a drive by Luke or by Brown. Gets in deep, hooks it out to Boss. Top of the key three-pointer. Good. He had a lot of time there, too. Yeah, Wart was on the help defense, and Boss just floated out to the three-point line, and we've got a timeout taken by Scott Nelson with a down 11. 48-37, Salem Academy with their biggest lead maybe of the game. Trying to think if they've been up by more than 10 at any point. We've got a full timeout. We'll take a break here also. This is 1260 KLYC McMinnville. Amity Truck and Tractor offers a wide variety of repair services. We can service everything from tractors or other farm equipment to commercial trucks, trailers, and personal autos. No job is too large or small. Our mechanics can expertly overhaul the largest diesel engines or change the oil in your car. Mention this ad to receive 20% off our interstate batteries for all makes and models. Amity Truck and Tractor is open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Call 503-835-3201 to make an appointment for your vehicle today. Welcome back. Fourth quarter action here from Salem Academy High School. The number two ranked Crusaders uh, showing the discipline and the shooting that has made them uh, one of the top teams in the state this year and a handful for these Warriors. Uh, They play complete opposite styles. They've been in a 2-3 zone the whole game. Warriors have been man-to-man the whole game. They rely on excellent guard play, outside shooting, and a big guy who floats all around and really is the facilitator um, of the offense from the high post. Um, you know, and the Warriors want to get the ball inside to Josh. Grove on the wing. We'll have a station ID at our next dead ball here. Watcherson on the left angle. Top of the key. Bad pass. Wraps it around. Grove can't save it. It's off of Miller's leg, though. And it goes out of bounds. So the Warriors will inbound here at half court. 
Disler with it. To Hatch. Back to Disler. Left angle. Back on top to Hatch. Swings it right side to Grove. Skips it to Disler. Working off a screen from Josh. Nothing there. In the corner, Watcherson. Silent offensively tonight. Disler fumbles it to Grove. Predictable pass. Knocked away and out of bounds. KLYC, McMinnville Amity. Streaming services provided you by H&R Block, where Block has your back. We are also here for your business service needs. Amity Warrior basketball on the sideline. Disler trying to get it in. Gets it to Josh at the three-point line. Fakes, drives, loses it. Tried to drive through two white jerseys there. Somebody dislodged it. Wart couldn't hang on to it. Just nine points in the game for Josh Wart. Here's RJ like we talked about. Run and jump. Trapping defense here. Brown to Miller. Swings it back over to pass. Now they go half court to Boss. Boss gives it to Brown. Out of bounds. There you go. Boss tried to get a little fancy there. He could have just caught that ball. He tried to do a little touch pass, and uh, Brown couldn't handle it. It wasn't very accurate, and he was right along the sideline there. In his defense, the man he was trying to get it to was wide open, but yes. But he rushed it. Yes. 11-point Warrior deficit here. With the ball, down low to Wart. Wart, there's the double. Kicks it out to Watcherson for three. Halfway down, Grove tips it. He's fouled. Nice job by Logan Grove. Watcherson, you know, he gets down on himself. You can see it. The shot's not going, and the body language just says, oh, I can't. I missed another one. Instead of being confident and trusting his shot, you know, he's he's frustrated, and I don't want to say he's he's not pouting, but he's, he's uh, allowing it to, to discourage him. Another missed free throw for the Warriors, though. This one by Logan Grove. He'll have one more. Chance to cut it to 10. Grove. Long. Misses. Wart tips. Rebound to Brown. Goodness. Warriors come up empty again from the foul line. Only Keenan Graham has been a consistent foul shooter tonight. Landon Disler, two out of two, I should say, also. Austin Miller drive. Kick. Out to pass for three. Buries it. Uh, and see, the problem is the Warriors are helping the wrong time. Keenan Graham does not need help defensively. Watcherson hits a three from the corner. Great to see Isaac trading the three-pointer there. There's a long pass ahead. Reverse lay-in. Comes up short by Brown. Watcherson. Graham to Wart. Wart pulls up. 15-footer foul. That's going to be on pass. Watcherson, good to see that go in. But at this end, there's no reason for Watcherson to help Graham on Austin Miller. If Keenan can't handle Austin Miller, we're in trouble. One-on-one. I mean, you just are, right? Uh, Keenan, excellent defender. Miller's not not a great, not super quick or anything. And you just have to trust your ball handler or your uh, defender. Wart, long on the free throw. Warriors continue to shoot themselves in the foot. 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 <laughs> the foot is being shot. Wart hits the second one. He is two out of seven, to, no, six tonight from the foul line. They get it ahead to Miller on the sideline. Miller spins on Disler, drives. Now they double him. The half court throws it away, but Boss ends up, and Boss throws it away. They're going to say no touch. One official thought there might be. The other one says, nope, Boss just threw it away. Boss knew he threw it away. He turned, thought the guy was on the sideline. The guy was cutting to the basket back door. So Warriors get a break down 10. 
Three minutes to go. Left corner, Watcherson dumps down to Wart. Wart, baseline, hangs, puts it up, misses, puts it back up and in. Josh, offensive rebound, up and in. He's got 12. Pass against this pressure. Back to Brown. Brown lobs way down the sideline, out of bounds. They're not handling this well. Three turnovers in a row. 51 43, 240 to go. They're going to get Brown out and Austin Miller back, or Hasselbacher back in. A little bit better ball handling, maybe, for them. Some of those are not tough passes, they're just um, yeah. rushing them. Two of those turnovers from Bennett Boss. Watcherson in the left corner. It's tipped away and stolen right out of his hands by Hasselbacher. That is terrible. Miller, skip pass to Austin Miller. Floats, uh, affected by Wart. Boss fouled by Watcherson on the putback. Keenan was out of position defensively, had to run out on Austin Miller, gave him a head fake and beat him left. That was a situation where, uh, because of the turnover at this end, the transition defense was a little out of sync. I don't know where Keenan was when that ball was turned over, but he hustled to get back and lost Miller. Yeah. 2.22 to go. Boss at the foul line hits the first. I'm sure Bennett Boss will be first team all league. There's no doubt about that. They're leading the league at, what, 6-7-0? I think seven coming into this game. 8-0 if they hang on to this one. 10-point game, 222, and a timeout taken by Scott Nelson. So if we were going to predict, let's have a little fun here. Let's try to predict first team all league. Um, so you get a different number of nominations uh, based on – you know how you finish. Salem Academy will get the most. I don't know what it is. If it's four or whatever, five, not sure. Benaboss has got to be first team. Yep. Do they have another first teamer on that team? No one jumps uh, off at you unless it's unless it's Luke Miller because of his shooting. Yeah. Not Luke Miller. Austin Miller. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's really two. There's three guys in the league that are just automatic first Boss, team guys. Boss, Ward, and 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 uh, uh, James Warren. Yes. Okay. Those are your three guaranteed first. After that, there's I, there's I, a lot of guys that have arguments, and that's the thing. Ashley? E, yeah. Definitely, yep. right? Um, Most of the Dayton Pirates starting lineup, frankly, has, you, has arguments. Well, I think Ashley has an argument as a first-teamer. Yes. Um, Jared, not Jared Ashley, Dawson Ashley. Yep. Outstanding um, offensive player, good defender, yep. he, and he is the man for Dayton to handle the ball, to, to facilitate. Yes. And maybe Maroney Roberts gets the other nod. Possibly. Nobody yeah. from Sio. You can't put no. Workinger on there. No. All right. Well, we'll argue that some more. All right. 219 to go. Warriors basketball. But then if you're going to throw Maroney, why don't, you, why don't you throw Keenan in the mix? Well, and that's it's tough, isn't it? Wart down low, turns, gets in deep, lays it up, misses, gets it back, knocked away. He has just had a hard time finishing tonight. Graham, left corner, back to Wart, turns, and lost it out of bounds. Josh frustrated. He's just had a hard time finishing tonight. He's had, yeah. he would tell you, there's a lot of shots I should have made tonight. It, and he hasn't, this has been good defense. I don't think they fouled him. He hasn't been frustrated with the no calls. No. He's been frustrated with himself tonight. Hasselbacher against the pressure, throws long to pass to Miller. Reverse laying over Wart misses. Again, why would you attack Josh Wart? Why wouldn't you just run clock? Minute 45. Watcherson to Ward on top. Down low to Distler. Swings it, and you could see it coming. You could read it from here, and the pass stolen away by Miller. Ahead, 
And out of bounds, going to get Ward for a foul. She tried to steal the ball from Boss. It's his fourth. Minute 32 to go in this one. 53-43. Josh just has had a rough night finishing at the basket tonight. He's had been a rough night in general. Yeah, he has. He has. Hasn't really been able to get his game in any kind of a rhythm all night. Foul line, down low. Um, he's, you know, most of, probably three of his baskets have come after his own misses, put him back up and in, which, you know, it's, you know, a testament to his work ethic and staying after it. But, boy, he's just had a hard time finishing. There's a missed free throw by Boss. Haven't seen a lot of those tonight for the Crusaders. Wart on top. You've got to have quick triggers here. Watcherson, left corner three. No good. Rebound. Miller fouled by Graham. Ten-point game, minute 21 to go. Warriors, three-point shooting after the first quarter. I believe we've made one. That was Watcherson. Because Grove, Graham, yeah. all their threes in the first quarter. And no threes in the second, no threes in the third, one in the fourth. And almost all those were in those first couple minutes when they were swinging the ball really well. Yeah. And we discussed them leaving the 2-3 zone. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Miller to the line to shoot one and one hits the first one. 14-15 now for Miller. Makes his case for an all-league selection. Probably second team after we kind of ran down the top five there. I don't, I don't think he's in the same class as Maroney. Oh, my goodness. Wart throws it away. Luke Miller takes it in, lays it up and in. We just lost the scoreboards. Well, that's nice. Both scoreboards went out, so they'll have to replay this game. <laughs> Isn't that how that works? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure if the scoreboard goes out, you can't. The game is It's either a forfeit for the Crusaders or we have to start over. Oh, it's back. <sighs> Dang it. Okay. So 117 to go. Someone Warriors still find the breaker board. Warriors are down 12 now. I think they're down 14 actually. I don't think they put those last two up there. There it is. 57-43. And at this point, you know, if you're Scott, you might as well just pull everybody out. Because you're not coming back down 14 against Salem Academy. No. Not in a minute 17. Reeves. And right now you got to shoot the ball. This this cannot be a oh, let's run the offense and see. Watcherson just passed up a three. Ward will take one. No good. Rebound inside. Bounce pass ahead. Hasselbacher had the board. Miller throws it ahead to Boss. Boss picks up his dribble out on top to Miller. He'll take a three out there. Rim it. No good. Boss almost had the rebound knocked away by Grove. There's just no reason, you know, you're not coming back. No. You had your chance. You had it down to six in this quarter, and you just couldn't close out, couldn't finish it. Missed foul shots and uh, missed opportunities uh, offensively and some blown defensive assignments. Cost you the game. There's a steal by Reeves. Throws it over to Grove. I mean, when you're down like this right now, you've got to be thinking three. You can't have two passes, three passes. Graham misses the three. Ball loose inside. Hasselwalker saves to Miller. Yeah, Miller off. throws it ahead. You back off and they can run the clock out if you do. Wart's going to commit the foul. No, They're not going to call just... the foul. He tried to. There's no reason to, though. Hasselbacher out top. They trap him. He throws it away to Wart. Josh, top of the key, steps back to the left angle, misses another three. Warriors just could not buy a basket from outside in the second half. They did certain things well tonight. They did not shoot the ball well after the first five minutes of the game. 
Final score, 57-43. Warriors lose this one by 14. Uh, and that that score really after from, you know, that middle of that second quarter on, it was about a an 8-10 to 10 point game almost the whole way. Warriors got it down to 6 uh, a couple of times late in the game, or middle of the fourth quarter, and it ends up at 14 with a couple of garbage baskets. But that's the way this one ends, 14-point loss for the Warriors. We're going to take a quick break, be back with some scoring totals for you here on 1260 KLYC McMinnville. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC. We are between boys and girls games. Warrior boys lose by 14, 57-43. Now, uh, and we'll run down some, some scoring here and then uh, talk about the rankings, how this might or might not affect them much. Josh led the way. Well, Keenan led the way with 14 points, had seven rebounds. Josh, 12 points, 10 boards, and several block shots and a bunch of affected shots. Uh, seven for Logan Grove, four for Disler, three each for Reeves and Watcherson. The real story for the Warriors, terrible foul shooting overall in the game. Um, Keenan Graham, 6 out of 6. Dissler, 2 out of 2. The rest of the team, 2 for 7. And you just, you know, 2 for 8, I think. The rest of the team just can't have that. It didn't cost them the game, but it really didn't help. Well, and there were times where we missed free throws where it was like a 6 or 7 point game. Yep. You had a chance just to squeeze it and put a little bit more pressure on, and yep. we came up empty in some of those situations. It was momentum killers. Salem Academy led by Bennett Boss, 18, and Austin Miller, 16. I mean, those are the guys you know You know Miller's going to jack up the threes, and you know Boss is going to be so active on the glass. How many times did Boss get an offensive rebound put back or when, the, when our defense left him to help was wide open and knocked down the shot, whether it was a top-of-the-key three, a foul line jumper, probably half of his points came because our defense had rotated away and we didn't have that second rotation. And I've talked about this before on the air without you here. Um, the hardest thing about defense is not the first help defense. It's the second help defense. No. It's, it's easy to get the first help. It's say help, you know, and the guy closest slides over and helps out. It's what happens to his guy. Does, does the rest of the defense recognize? Because at that point, the talking is kind of done in terms of telling somebody you need help. Everybody else has to recognize it and get that extra rotation. And uh, that's... I don't see that happening much with our boys. I'll see the help defense, but where's the next help? Where's the helper for the help, right? It's it's the it's the backside screenage. It's the I don't think screenage is a word, but I know what you mean. <laughs> you know what? It has the word screen in it. It's whatever, whatever. I speak English good, but um, it, it's 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 all about the communication side of things, and I'm not sure. I mean. What are your thoughts if you're if you're Scott and you do say in the two three game you beat Dayton and you get your third shot at Salem Academy or you go down to Coos Bay and you get your third shot? What what do you do? Are you gonna try a triangle and two? Are you gonna try a one three one? Are you gonna what what's what's your solution? Because I'm drawing a blank at the present moment. Other than I mean, if you can't fix the communication issue, you're you're done anyway. Well, but here's is there any way you can scheme your way out of it? Defensively, I would say defense isn't the biggest issue though. You only gave up 57 points. True. This is an offense that Scott would tell you should score 57 <laughs> points on anybody. I mean, yeah. the Warriors should not have a hard time. If they give up 57, they should think they're going to win the game. The problem, yes. I really think, I mean, there are defensive issues that can be better. But I really think the biggest issue is on offense. Um, you, There were guys, even late in the game, you know, down 10, 
who had open looks at the three-point line and passed it up. Understanding that you're less than two minutes to go, you can't run your offense for 15, 20 seconds every time down the floor. You have to get a good look and drill the three-pointer with confidence. And I just don't think there's that our, our team always understands uh, the sense of urgency they need, the time and the place, the game situation, and makes the right decision about it. That and I think on the offensive end, um, uh, you know, Josh, I really think um, most nights is going to have a better game than he had tonight. He did it wasn't their defense that, that, and I think Josh would tell you this. I don't think I'm out of line saying this. Um, if I am, Josh will tell me later when he listens to this podcast. <laughs> but um, I don't think it was their defense that frustrated Josh. I think it was just he just didn't finish shots he normally finishes. And and I think that's as that that probably demoralizes the whole team a little bit um, and affects their their offensive psyche. When Josh gets it going, boy, then there's even more attention coming to that middle. Um, I thought the first quarter was an example of what we can do, but we got away from it um, and got impatient. I think a little greedy. Thought it was going to be easy. The first quarter, from what you saw today, going into next year, should be the expectation every game. Right. Yeah. Realistically. Yep. Because even last year in practice with the, I mean, it's no secret last year I didn't have a whole lot of role on the team, so I was playing with those guys in practice every day. I, you know, yeah. the scout team, and when you know, and and the way that those guys pass the ball in practice and the way that they play together in practice sometimes hasn't been showing up this year, and I'm not sure if something in practice has changed, if something in the dynamic has changed. But but something isn't constant between the last in the last twelve months. I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say here. And maybe it is the bright lights, quote unquote, of varsity, and there's not a whole lot of experience in most of those guys. But you see them play in middle school, and you see them play in the JV games, and you see them play last year in practice. Something something isn't isn't clicking here. And and it's been evident over the last couple games. It's been evident over the last month that sometimes. You know, when the tough gets going, you know, when the yeah, going, going gets, gets tough, tough right. the tough get going, there's been a little bit of not going here. Yeah. And and that's an experience thing, but it's also, I, I don't know what it is, to be frank. I mean, watching this team over the course of the year, it's it's popped its ugly head up a couple times, and it popped its head up for three whole quarters tonight. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this was a loss to the second-ranked team on the road. Um, I don't think it it may bump Salem Academy ahead of De La Salle. I don't know. Possibly. Um, it won't. It'll help them a little bit. I mean, that's a, it's good to have a uh, win over the number three team. Warriors might drop to four. I don't think they drop any further than that. Who's Dayton playing tonight? That's what I'm looking up right now. I'm looking up the rankings to see what the numbers are because it also Dayton depends must on be playing. Um, Sio, uh, so that's not going to help Dayton. No, Sio's not very good. They're not ranked well, and so uh, so even a, and is it at Sio or is it at Dayton? It's at Sio. So that's a little bit better for Dayton. If that was a home game, it'd be terrible for. Or them. Excuse me, it is at home. Oh, is so home. yeah, so that doesn't. No matter what happens there, Dayton d- doesn't move up. I don't think, even with a Warrior loss. Uh, here. Sa is not going to jump De La Salle. Too much uh, on the on the collie. On the collie, it's almost a hundred points. It's huge. Difference. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think Salem Academy might actually be higher than the RPI. They are. They're thirty points higher. Yeah, but it's um, not enough to overcome that. In calling. terms of Amity dropping behind Dayton, they're they're only three points ahead in the RPI and only five points ahead in the collie. So, so they could. They, it, it is highly possible. It could swing three four. The big thing that that is gonna 
determine a lot going forward in terms of the state championship picture is going to be who ends up in that four slot. Because whoever ends up in that four slot is likely going to end up playing De La Salle in the, in semis. the semis. Right. If you're in that 2-3 bracket, you have a lot higher chance. Of, I mean, and De La Salle isn't the untouchable object that they have been the last right. couple of years. But nonetheless, they're the two-time defending state champions with almost unarguably, but there is an argument to be made, the best champion, the, the best player in the state with George yep. Sotti. Yep. With with the two-time reigning state coach of the year with, with Brodus II. It's right now... You know, it's it's not the it's not the gold standard it has been, but it's still the hop the top of the mountain. You want to avoid them at all costs. Absolutely. If you, if you can get to that two three part of the bracket, you know, and Amity losing tonight might knock them into that four slot, so they're gonna have to fight their way back into However, it. However, they get a shot at Dayton on Tuesday, absolutely, and a win against Dayton would move them back ahead of them. I'm sure, absolutely. Um, if this one drops them below, so it's still I think that that three seed is still in our control. Absolutely. Um, now, that doesn't take into consideration what might happen at districts because you may have another game with Dayton. Um, so who knows? But I'm looking at Cascade Christians at five right now. Cresswell's at six. N- neither of those teams is going to jump into this fray. If Amity and Dayton just win the games that they should and and just you know play each other in those remaining two games because of the two-three matchup, that's probably going to happen. Right. Those you, they should be your three and four seeds going into the going into. So the let me ask playoffs. you this: see if if you can riddle me this here, um, let's say Amity and Dayton split the next two games, and Amity goes into district. Or, um, so Amity, Amity beats Dayton, let's say, and then loses to Dayton in the league playoffs. Okay, yeah. so let's say Dayton is just a little bit ahead of them, sitting at three, and Amity's sitting at four. Yep. but it's cl- it's close. Yep, and then Dayton loses to Salem Academy in the league championship game. Would Amity potentially move ahead? That'd be a neutral site loss to a team ranked one above you, maybe? It is It is going to be. The numbers <laughs> right now are ridiculously tight. If you go uh, Collie difference between Amity and Salem Academy, which is two and, or excuse yeah. me, Dayton and Salem Academy, which is two to four, it's only a difference of 16 points. That is crazy. That is literally minimal. Yeah. Um, RPI, it's, it's 40 points difference, but you go from Amity to Dayton, which is three four, it's three points. I mean, it's the RPI. There's not a whole lot of the RPI. There's more difference between SA and Dayton, which is two four. But Nicali, it's only sixteen. So it's 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 going to be very 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 tight in that in that scenario. It's, it's pretty fascinating because there is the potential. I don't know. If we can't run the numbers. We don't know the algorithm well enough to be able to figure it out. The other thing you have to run in, in the factor in is Dayton plays at YC still. Right. That is true. Which is an, which That's is going to no be no there. That's exactly. That but would, if they that win that game on the road. Things. That would that really can, help them. Yes. Yeah. If they lose that game on the road, it that might be the difference. But but we are looking at a scenario which we can't really fully predict, but where Amity could potentially lose to Dayton in the two three game. Dayton lose to Salem Academy and Amity end up with a higher seed in the state playoffs. It is theoretical. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Amity will have a game against Dayton on Tuesday and then finish up against Blanchett, which doesn't help them. No. Dayton has two tougher games. They have Amity and then YC to end up the year. So we'll see how it goes. We're going to take a break, come back, and get you set up for the girls game, which is just about to start here in about three and a half minutes. This is KLYC 1260 AM, McMinnville. <laughs> 